So we're finding out about the charity Friends of Robert Owen House this week. And uh, June, one thing we haven't found out yet, who actually was Robert Owen? Well, that's a good question. And he was Professor Robert Owen. And he himself uh, had major surgery in the hospital. He was from Wales. But there was nowhere to stay for his family coming from Wales without paying, you know, a lot of money to stay in the hotels. So this house in the grounds of Broad Green Hospital then, the heart and chest now, was empty. So he got others to join in, doctors to contribute, and they started it all off. And it is now a beautiful facility, isn't it? It's so well-equipped and actually a really lovely, peaceful, calming place to stay. Great staff, Sharon and all in the house, fantastic. One of the first uh, events I did was to raise awareness and invited Professor Owen over to speak. And Mr Brian Fabre came as well, who was chair of the house and I think still is. Um, he was David Surgeon, and we got. His, he said, "Oh, there could only be one June on the Harlem map." And and over the years, there have been so many people that have been helped by the, the the house itself through your charity, being able to support it in that way. Many of them, Manx. Yes, um, although it takes um, people from northwest of England um, and Wales who live distant from the hospital, um, 50% of the users of Robert Owen House are from the Isle of Man. And in the last 12 months, there have been 462 outpatients and six, oh, sorry, all the way around, 462 inpatients and 600 outpatients. So that shows the level of use that um, is generated by us going from the island and um, it really does have a value. And how long can people actually stay there for? Is there, is there a limit at all? Because sometimes you don't know how long your loved one is going to be in hospital for. No, it works out. I think that the average is between 9 and 11 days. So that can be quite quite considerable and of course the costs of staying there are very much less than finding a hotel in Liverpool and um, it you know it really does help people I believe. Mm-hmm. Eddie what's your sort of how did you come to be involved with this did, did have you actually used the facilities at all? No now what happened is it just so I mean on the Isle of Man people network and the uh, uh, Sadly, she's dead now. Uh, Glenda Corkish, who was Lord Merris of Douglas, uh, is part or was part of Trefoil Guild. And my wife's a Trefoil Guild member. So when they when six, six, seven years ago, the treasurer at the time was moving to the off island, they were looking for a treasurer. And Glenda had a word with my wife and... Uh, that's how it came about. So it's it's networking within. And you're clearly very passionate about the charity as well, because as we, as we heard, you know, you want to sort of encourage other people to come on board to help the future yeah. of the charity. So so it's something that, that it feels like it's sort of really close to your heart in some way. I think it's close to everybody's heart. We no, Nobody would like to see anything other than a successful future. Uh, we, as June mentioned, we've been the, the charity has been raising at least twenty five thousand pounds a year for the last twenty five years. So that's 
625,000 or something like that. Um, in addition, the, 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 some years ago, a lady left when she died. She left a house which was sold on the Isle of Man and there was 50,000 pounds went across to do renovations. They did the roof and all sorts of things with that. So, yes, it's something which should be supported, but supported with a little bit of the administrative skills which these organisations do need to survive. June, you must have, over the years of, of running this charity, you must have met some fascinating people and heard some incredible stories. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I, I mean, I feel so humble about it all. Never thought for one minute when we started that we'd be still going 25 years later. But uh, it's amazing the support from various people. Does it feel in some way like it's something of a sort of legacy to your husband as well, the charity? Because it sort of started with him in a way, it, didn't well, it? Well, it did. You know, he'd be, oh, well, you've done OK. <laughs> you know, it's a wonderful sense of humour, David. And, uh, yes, he'd be absolutely thrilled. And you have said that, you know, you've come to a point where you think you need to step down now and that that has been sort of discussed. Uh, How does that make you feel? It's the support from everybody else. Mm. I'm just the figurehead. I do fundraising, organise events and we've got some coming up. Yes, and tell us all about the events you've got coming up. Yes, um, on Thursday the 11th of May we have um, a meeting at St John's Methodist Hall that we'd very much like people to come along to, to hear about the charity and also really to invite them to see whether there's anything they can do to help us. We are celebrating the charity's 25 years with a Thanksgiving service on the Sunday. It's it's quite a, a... a stage to have reached really 25 years and um, now it's time to take the next chapter on we're looking for younger people um, you know we, we need new energy and I know it's out there and uh, it would be great if people would just come along and support us the meeting's at 7 o'clock on Thursday the 11th of May and uh, we'd love to see you there And that's at St John's Methodist Hall. And, of course, as we've heard, there is a Facebook page so you can find out more information there. Uh, There's also, June, a Thanksgiving service. Tell us a little bit about this. Well, I think it's important to say thank you. And, uh, yes, it's taken a little bit to organise, but uh, it'll be great. You can have afternoon tea as well. Ooh, well, do you know what yes. that sells it? <laughs> but you're right, saying thank you is what it's all about. Um, and that is Sunday the 14th, so it's coming up. It's at um, St Mary de Balaf Parish Church. Uh, well, it's the main church in Balaf, not to be mistaken. I should know this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not to be mistaken with the uh, with the one with the fallen archway. On the main road, well, just off the main road, towards the school and beyond. Yeah, 3pm. Um June, I just want to ask, have you had over the years, have you had people sending you, you know, sort of after they've stayed in the house, maybe actually sharing a little bit about what the house meant to them and how it helped them? Oh, yes. Yes. Lots of feedback. Uh, They all so much appreciate it because you're there. You don't have to take a taxi or a bus. It's there within the grounds and you just walk across the road. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Um, you know, we they built extensions on. It was only a tiny little house when I started, but uh, we've grown extensions on. It's beautiful inside. 
And it's the thing about it is it takes away the stress, doesn't it? Because you're there usually in a very stressful situation. Yeah. But, well, the patients have been looked after, cared for, but it's the carers that need a little bit of comfort and... You you meet people, other people. I'm I met a lady from Wales, and we're still friends. She comes on holidays, and it's friendship. It's wonderful. Well, Eddie, one of the things that one way you might make a friendship is by actually joining the charity. As you said, you really want to encourage people. What kind of people are you looking for, and what would they get out of being part of this charity? That's a hard question, uh, because everybody has individual skills. People specifically with administrative skills. We have a committee, uh, most of which are trustees. The, the trustees are also the secretary, treasurer, and, and people of this nature. We have, uh, we have under the Act, we have to produce accounts which have to be approved by a government uh, inspector just to make sure that uh, everything is as it should be. We, we have an annual general meeting because the trustees are also technically the members. We have an annual general meeting to approve the accounts. Incidentally, everybody gives of their time and effort for free. So everything that's raised by this charity goes to the purpose that it's spent for. If someone's listening, Anne, and the, one of their family, family members may have some surgery coming up and they might need to go across and they're thinking they might be able to make use of Robert Owen House, how do they do that? They can contact Robert Owen House directly and that they need to do as soon as they've got their fellow um, their family member's patient appointment. And providing there is accommodation available, mm-hmm. they'll be very happy to help. How many rooms are there now in the house? There are 17 rooms. Some of them are, uh, are, well, most of them are en suite. There's a family room that will take three. But I know from our own personal experience that um, it is valuable for the patient to know as well that their family isn't far away. I think it's worth saying too that we are recognised as part of the Liverpool Heart and Chest Hospital in that we have a seat on the Council of Governors of the hospital um, and our current member um, representing the Friends of Robert Owen House, Isle of Man, is Wendy Caulfield. Um, and so she represents not only only the charity, but the Manx population there as well. Tell us a little bit about your experience with the house. Well, my father had been over at the hospital and my stepmother had used the facility many years ago. Um, but more recently, I have a niece who was in, in the hospital for two months and uh, it was during Covid and um, and then latterly when people were allowed to go back and visit again we made use of Robert Owen House to be able to be there for her. I think it's worth saying too that during Covid staff from the hospital themselves used the facility because of course there was no visiting going on and so it was agreed that um, the, yeah, the, the, the house could be used for COVID staff for Liverpool. Uh, so and just remind people how um, they can get in touch with you as a charity Friends of Robert Owen House. They can contact us um, by email um, on Friends of Robert Owen House, all one one massive word, um, Friends of Robert Owen House at gmail.com and they can find us on Facebook as Friends of Robert Owen House 2019. 
and June, you have a little house in your hands. Tell us about it. Yes, this is um, a little house that's been going for a few years now. People putting up changing. So it's a little me. little blue perspex house that you can put your change in. Yeah. So you're trying to collect the ones that are out there. Yes, please. Yes. So how can they how can they get them back to you? Well, if they ring me and I can collect eight nine seven four two four. Thank you. Mm-hmm.